Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. The voice of Penn State Wrestling, Jeff Byers. Welcome. Well, thanks. Nice to be here. Glad you could find your way back to the studio. I vaguely remember the trip. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, every team takes on its own personality, its own entity along the way. You know, there are plenty of returners, but in other areas, you know, what could define maybe the personality of this team beyond the ones that people already know about? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting, Steve, because I do think, obviously, expectations are very high, and I think there's a lot of excitement around some of the newcomers, and a guy like Bo Bartlett will be dropping to his more natural weight class, but I don't think there's a whole lot of certainty about exactly what you have at this stage of their careers with guys like Alex Facundo. I mean, you know the potential is there, and I think at some point we're going to be talking about him at least contending for an NCAA final spot, but is that something he can achieve this year? Uh, I think it's within the realm of possibility, but I don't know folk style exactly where he fits in in a really tough weight class. I mean, he's a special talent, and he's got all of the the right makeup that you want for a kid to be great. But I think, you know, Shane Van Ness is in much the the same mode where you know they're going to get there at some point, and you know they're going to be competitive pretty much out of the gate, but are they going to win those matches against Mm -hmm. the top five, six guys? early in the season. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun to, to see. And I think this team um, is going to be fun to watch and, and just kind of see how it develops and who kind of fits in where. I, I'm curious to see as the season goes along how they use the five dates now that they they have. And, you know, might you see a Levi Haynes in a dual meet uh, in a pinch hit spot. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to to see kind of how all of that plays out. I think the team is a fun team. I think there's a lot of uh, neat personalities. Uh, obviously, the fans know Roman and Carter and uh, the the personalities they bring, and uh, you know Max Dean and and Aaron Brooks. Uh, so I think they have a, a nice mix of. Different personalities, established leadership, and then some guys that, again, you, you know are going to be good. Just how good, how soon, I think is going to be the interesting part to see. Because of COVID years, every sport is older right now. That will eventually start to change. Finally, you'll get past the additional COVID years, and then things will then fall back into what whatever we perceive to be normalcy. So it was the oldest NCAA championship probably last year, which brought with it some phenomenal competition. Is that the way it is this year, older and phenomenal competition at every weight class? Yeah, I think there are a lot of really intriguing weights where, for, for example, I think Carter Starachi and Makai Lewis, at least going into the season, it, it feels like those two probably yeah. uh, are ahead of the rest of the field uh, a little bit. But, man, you've got two really motivated, really talented guys, and, and they're going to meet uh, you know, at least once here in the All-Star meet right at the start of the season, but could obviously meet again with a lot more on the line. 
in March. And uh, I think at every weight class, you at least have a couple of guys that you're excited about seeing and, and how they match up. And I think it's several weights. I mean, I think 165 is, is a really intriguing weight class. I think heavyweight with Greg Kirkfleet, I mean, he's going to be right in the mix. Right. But I think there's, you know, probably four guys there that if things break right, you, you figure could be a national title contention. Uh, you know, Roman Bravo Young will renew his uh, rivalry, such as it is with Dayton Fix. And uh, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of really, uh, yeah, veteran intriguing matchups. And, you know, I think you're going to see some of them right out of the gate with that all-star meet, Steve. And I think it's a really neat thing that they've brought that back. I think Flow Wrestling uh, deserves a lot of credit. They, they were, I think, pretty creative in making it an attractive event for the top wrestlers to compete in, uh, and and you know a couple of Penn State's kids opted out, but I think it's um, there's a lot of really good matchups in that uh, event, and I think right out of the gate that's going to get fans talking about the the possibilities down the road. But it's good that's at the front. I don't want it at the back. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, we were talking earlier about Penn State football and about you get to this time of the year and everybody has bunts of bruises. And we've talked about Dan Monthly and the great job that he does uh, with with Penn State wrestling. I also feel the way Kale schedules. There's the intelligence to it as to how he handles the end is a separator with other programs across the country because I just think he just gets it at yep. that time of the year. No, I, there's <laughs> there's no question. And uh, it's funny, I did a, an interview for a, a columnist earlier today and we were talking about the, you know, quote-unquote secret sauce of Kale's uh, program success. And it, there's a multitude of things, obviously, that go into it, but one of the the primary things is that they certainly have the formula for getting their guys to peak and to feel uh, fresh and energetic at the Big Tens and, and especially at Nationals. And yeah, there's a lot of thought that goes into the the schedule. Um, you know, first and foremost, with that in mind, that how do we develop the the kids and get them to peak and hit different competition and get different looks during the season and be ready for the postseason? But also, you know, I think Kale does feel uh, an obligation to try to uh, grow the sport, and I think you know, Penn State obviously is the biggest draw and has been since Kale arrived here, and so. You know, they they try to get to different parts of the country. They try to get out uh, west uh, at least, uh, you know, once every four years. Oh, they've got the Utah Valley State. Yeah. He tried to help save the BU program by going up there, sold out Organis Arena, the whole thing. No, and I think that's that's kind of neat. And, you know, this Lock Haven meet uh, coming up Friday is kind of an interesting thing because they had a a team that uh, they were supposed to wrestle and it just some things didn't work out. And uh, Scott Moore said, man, Man, we, we'd love the – just Kale or Cody, I don't know for sure who called them up initially, but uh, Scott jumped at it. Uh, and I think it, that's uh – you know that that's the other thing is you're trying to keep in mind. You know, there's the the history with Lehigh, and they've obviously respected that rivalry and continued it year in and year out. But listen, I mean, Pitt, Penn, uh, every Pennsylvania wrestling program wants to have Penn State on the schedule because they know it's an automatic uh, sellout, and it's a great opportunity for their kids to face yeah. the premier program Look, in the country too. The EWL 
So Bloomsburg, Edinburgh, yep. Lockhaven, you know, I mean, Clarion, the whole, Clarion, yeah. all of them. I mean, that's that's all part of the old EWL. And so, you know, Pitt was a part of it, West Virginia. Yep. Uh, you know, so that's fine. There's, you know, there are roots to the sport, and it's no, and it's, I think it's great to respect the roots for sure. Yeah, and and I think uh, you know the wrestling rider at a, at a bigger arena this year, and and I think that'll be fun because there's obviously a. a Huge alumni base in New Jersey for yeah. uh, Penn State and uh, and really high school wrestling and Rutgers is I mean it's wrestling is really big now in, in New Jersey so I think that's going to be a neat opportunity uh, before they wrestle Lehigh that that weekend so there's just some uh, you know they they try to do some neat different things with the, the schedule each year but uh you know always in mind is how do we best prepare these kids for postseason success in the room where's the best competition taking place to fight fight for the right to be there which then conversely means who doesn't ends up going to tournaments right yeah i think there's going to be a, a couple i mean i i think uh I think the lineup is pretty well established right now. 125, there, there's a couple of guys that I think are, are still in the mix there. Gary Steen uh, will get the, the start this week, yeah. and I think is is likely the guy moving forward. But I think there's uh, some good competition there. Uh, and I think 49 is uh, – Shane Van Ness is, is definitely the starter, but I think there's uh, s- some depth building there and that – Fifty-seven, sixty-five uh, yeah. neighborhood. I think with Barraclaw, obviously you have Levi Haynes waiting in the wings there. Uh, but you have, uh, you know, I think uh, Joe Lee maybe with some renewed focus, and obviously right. Alex Facundo. I think is uh, Facundo has a chance to be really special. And again, I, I'm just kind of curious to see early, kind of exactly where he fits in right now in the national picture. Bo Bartley going to his natural weight. What can that mean for him? I'm really excited to see what it means for him, Steve, because I think it means he's going to wrestle with just a, a different level of confidence. And you know, I think he worked on it, uh, and I think uh, I think the effort was there at 49. I just don't know that he ever truly believed that he was capable of uh, being a national champion at 149. He definitely believed that uh, about himself at 141. Now, you know he's he's going to have to score more points than he did the last couple of years. And I think, uh, you know, how much of the struggles to to score consistently at 49 were the fact that you're up a weight class, and how much of it is just uh, you know he's got to get out of his own way and and just open up and, and let it fly. I, I think we'll find out early this season because you know 41 is I mean there's no question that's the weight that he feels most comfortable and confident at. And I think in the room you're seeing some good things with the the way he's developing his his offense. Uh, but I think you know he's there's three or four guys that again you know what the potential is and the possibilities uh, are. But kind of how that actually develops and and where they're at right now uh, relative to the top guys in the country, I, I think it's just going to be interesting to see. Uh, and you know, we've talked about it over the years. Different guys kind of hit at different times. It, it comes together. I'm not sure. Watching in the room, you sometimes get a feel. And you know, all of these guys again are doing some good things. I just I don't have a real good feel for okay they are 
definitively going to win against right. you know everybody, but maybe the top couple. Uh, or listen, they're going to be competitive against everybody in the top twelve, but anybody there could go either way. And I think that's going to be kind of the the fun part of this thing is seeing where they're at here in the first couple of months, and then what kind of progress you can visibly see over the course of the next couple of months. You love your job. You're great at your job. All right. But what has this era been like for you after broadcasting all the years where, yeah, there have been some national champions, there have been some top five finishes, I mean, individual national champions. What has this era been like for you to sit there and chronicle this? Yeah, it, it, it truthfully is a little surreal because it, it is, yeah. I mean, for for years, uh, right? I mean, I, I was started with uh, Coach Lorenzo and with Fritz and Sunderland, and the goal was obviously always with all of those coaches, we want to win a national title. And they were close a few times as a, as a team and had some great individuals and outstanding talent. Uh, but to... To go from that where you're climbing the hill, you're climbing the hill, you're getting close, you're just not quite uh, there, to you are following the premier program, no question about it, in the country. and Probably in college sports, to be honest yeah, with you. And, and the fun thing, Steve, is, I, I mean, obviously the winning is, is always fun. It makes it easier for the for everybody involved to enjoy it. It makes the post-game show easier. Yeah, but I but listen, I've always, I mean, I really did. I, I've enjoyed from day right, one sure. the, the opportunity, and, and I really have loved the, the kids over the years and the families I've gotten to know, but what this era... The winning is is certainly a whole lot of fun, but what really is, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm thinking back on on my broadcasting career with the, the wrestling team. It, it's going to be the the relationships with these kids uh, and and with their families and the the caliber of people that that they are. And you know, I, I don't know if they. I don't know if the, being a great person leads you to be a great wrestler or vice versa or whatever it is, but I, all of these guys, I mean, Zane Rutherford, for as great a wrestler as he is, he's a better person. David right. Taylor, Bo Nick, I mean, you say the same thing about all these guys. Jason Nolf is, I, I mean, you're not going to find a better right. human being. And uh, so, I mean, it's been fun and surreal to watch this team do what it's it's been doing, but uh, it's really been neat to just... Uh, See the caliber of individual, and obviously it starts with Kale and Casey and Cody, and uh, the the caliber of people that they are, and, and the families they come from. But it's just uh, it's just a really neat experience. And yeah, I say I've enjoyed my entire ride, but yeah, this has been special for a bunch of different reasons, including yes, the fact that you're watching some all time greats compete. What's it been like going on the road and realizing you're the show? Like you are sitting there and look because the attendance is different. There's no right? question, and right. and the enthusiasm in, in the different. buildings are are, are yeah. different. So and what's it been like to see that? Yeah, it, it's been really cool. I mean, when I obviously started, Iowa was that, and it was always cool when Iowa came into Rec Hall, sure. and you saw and felt that that experience, and you saw a legend and Dan Gable and all of the legends that he had wrestling for him, and. It, it is fun to, and I do. I, I will sit back sometimes after the the broadcast, and I'm watching, you know, the kids in these uh, away gymnasiums line up, and to their everlasting credit, every coach on this team and every uh, kid on this team will stay in the gym until all of the the kids that want autographs uh, have them. Uh, and it is, it it is really neat to see. Uh, 
And again, it's not just that they're winning; it's it's that they're winning with uh, some pizzazz and and doing it by scoring a lot of points and uh, an exciting style of wrestling. And I think that is something that is appreciated by visiting fans. Uh, and you know, the anywhere Penn State goes, I think there is at least an appreciation, uh, including places like Iowa and Oklahoma State, because they, they love good wrestling. And I think there is an appreciation for uh, the way these guys compete and, and the style of wrestling that they, they bring out. Well, there's a great appreciation for the job you do. Well, and so you are greatly appreciated here and also by the fans who listen all the time. So. Well, I am very, very fortunate, and I'm very aware of how fortunate I am to have the, the job I have. And it's uh, it really is. It's just a, a whole lot of fun to be uh, around this program and, and these guys during this era. And uh, as I keep telling fans, you, you never, I mean, it's been a, a great ride. I'm not expecting things to, to change anytime soon. The, the recruiting trail's been going okay for Cal again lately. Uh, but man, you, you never know. I mean, things can change uh, quickly in college sports. And so, uh, you know, anytime I'm talking to the fans, it's just like, man, and sit back and truly enjoy <laughs> what you're seeing because this is uh, truly rare and special stuff. Yeah, I always like. Kale Sanderson joke is always the same, where I tell people, he comes in for a home visit, and the family goes, it's Kale Sanderson. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got him. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it.